Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me, Christy. Um, in the introduction, I didn't really know how to introduce you, but you said that you're a, a Ma, which stands for mystic and healer. Um, so what is, I understand the healer part, but what is the mystic? What's, what is a mystic? Yeah, I believe, and thanks for having me on here. Um, yeah, I believe the mystic is living in this continual mystery and trusting in the unfolding of divine guidance always. And it's often like living above the, the realm of like what, what some may perceive as like logic or rationale. It's like, it's actually just seeing the world from a much larger, more expansive perspective. So you're not stuck in allowing the mind to kind of like guide you and like, wow, that doesn't make sense because of this, or this doesn't like, it's, it's constantly challenging myself to live above that. So I feel oh. like being the mystic, you know, being the mystic is really embracing the mystery of life always and like being guided by that divine light. I suppose that's what also allows you to connect higher and higher and higher, keep going like, oh, it, the more you're challenging yourself, the more you're just letting go and trusting as well. Absolutely. That's really, really good. I like that. I love that. That's amazing. Um, okay, well, today, uh, this is uh, a podcast that I've started called Orient Talks. This is episode two. Uh, and thank you again for joining. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk essentially about our experiences on our journeys, uh, what we've been through, how it's kind of like helped us. What I'm finding out is the more I share about my experience, it's actually helping a lot of people as well. So this is why uh, I kind of like, I, I say started this, but I did kind of start Orient Talks, but then this is more of a restart. There's uh, a bit of a structure to it now, which is great. Uh, so I was going to talk about a couple of my experiences that I had in terms of waking up. And obviously you can share the experiences you've had but I suppose I, I, I'll start it in terms of like, what is it? First of all, how long have you essentially been awake? And what is it that led you to that experience? You know, what happened? Yeah, I would say, I would say in certain areas, I kind of always have been like just the awareness that there's a different way. There's a different way of living in this world. There's a different way of perceiving it. Um, but I wasn't really conscious of my spiritual journey at all, um, until 2020. So, oh, wow. nice. yeah. Yeah. So what is it that happened? What pushed you to? Yeah, it was actually the, the crumbling of my marriage. I was in a marriage for like 23 years and I had three kids and, um, well, two at the time, actually, it was sort of like on the edge of finding out that I was pregnant, like surprisingly pregnant with my third baby. And yeah, it was just the catalyst. And I went, I went really, I went into like a really dark place because I never imagined that I would like not have my family. I would never imagine mm -hmm. that I wouldn't choose this marriage because I had chosen it when I was so young. I was like 18, basically. And so I, I actually went into this meditation, um, this group meditation. I'd never done any group meditations. Um, I had kind of done my own little practice, 
nothing too serious, but it was part of my life in a certain way, just sort of ground myself and, you know, relax the mind, you know, just simple basics. So I went into this like group meditation and I was sort of skeptical. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to go into like a group setting and like meditate with a bunch of people. Like I, I just felt like the energies would be really intense. Or like, I didn't know what to expect, but is I went this whilst, it. whilst pregnant. This is, this is, um, after actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is, yeah. So kind of like before it was, everything started to like fall apart right when I found out I was pregnant actually. With right. Her. Okay. And that's when my marriage just like fell apart. And I was like, whoa, what's happening? And so that was a huge journey onto itself of just really grieving something that I thought was going to be forever. Like really, and it made me look at everything. It made me look at like, what was I doing wrong? Or, mm. you know, what happened? Or what was, the, what was I not seeing? And so fast forward, probably <clears throat> she was about a year and a half, my daughter. And I went to this group meditation. It was like a six week session. And the first three just blew me wide open. Like I was just like tears streaming the first, the first two. And the third one, I was like, okay, I've got a handle on this. I'm not going to like fall apart and cry. And like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't the end of the third one. I just came over me and I, I would see all these visions and I had never been guided into a meditation in, in that kind of depth, like in, in that sort of just real like soul work and after that third one I saw the vision of myself holding my heart oh, wow. and I was like I have not been holding my heart all of these years I am not living to my truth like I saw it I saw it and once you see it you cannot unsee it hmm. and it was it was like literally from that moment where I saw it I saw there was so much more to me because I was like limiting myself in that relationship. I was like dimming myself down. I was like creating peace, people pleasing, just to like not create conflict. I was like creating this illusion of family, of marriage that I wanted that didn't exist. And in those meditations, I saw it. I saw like I couldn't hide from myself anymore. I couldn't like create the illusion for myself anymore. It was like pulled back and it was like, just hit me. And that's basically when it all just, and I, and I still gave him like, you know, almost three years to like wake up and try to save, you know, what we had and it, and it, and it didn't work. But in that journey, I was like, really, it's almost like I was like trying so hard for him to like see me again and like save the marriage. And I actually just found myself, I actually just like fell in love with myself and like the goddess within. And I started like really honoring her and then everything else, like, just unraveled and I saw it I saw the truth and that's what I wanted to live by from then on like my heart my truth and like my soul work that's really really cool that uh, I love that and do you know when you were in the meditation and you saw yourself with your heart was it like a knowing of the information like you've not been holding your own heart you got that information fed totally. to you through a knowing absolutely yeah and it was almost like you envision a line like this and I had been living like up here and I was pushing all of my truth down here. And I was like, I'll never cross this line. I will never live with this. This is like pushed down for some other life. I don't even know what I was thinking. I was like, nope, that's not what I chose. Nope, that's not what I chose. I chose this. 
let's make this work. And I was really sacrificing my own soul, sacrificing my own heart space and like everything else that I'm supposed to do in this world and help others like find the same for themselves. That's really, really cool. Well, what, so from there, what led you to, obviously that was like very, very profound and very, very big moment, but what led you to recognizing, you know, what you are and understanding that, you know, in terms of spirituality, we're all spiritual beings and things like that. What took you down that path? I think basically like, so, so just following that path and like, just really like tuning more into myself, like through meditation, through journaling, through really just not, um, not sacrificing like what I needed in each moment, you know, like it was like a daily practice of like, do I mean yes? Or do I actually mean no? And I'm just saying yes. Like, what are the ways that I can be truthful and really keep my actions and my words in match so I can stay in my integrity always? How can I be in integrity in my thoughts always to myself for others? Like really just that saying of like, God sees you no matter where you are, like God knows it's like that. It's like, I'm not going to like pretend anywhere, you know, like I'm going to be in my truth and integrity, like everywhere. So it was like the practice of that, that I started bringing in and really knowing my worth and really forgiving myself for like how my marriage fell apart and forgiving myself for that guilt of like breaking up my family, like all of those perceptions, all of those, like how long is a relationship supposed to last and what does that look like? And to what cost, you know, at what cost for like everyone involved and how energetics plays a part. And I'm really tapped into energy. I'm really tapped into the healer in me. And that wasn't able to be supported in that marriage. Like it was like, yeah. it, it was like scared of it. Right. Yeah, 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 it was like yeah. the, the witch burning. It was like, Ooh, you're putting crystals down in a certain way. Ah, like put my pocket change all over it. Like, ah, like, you know, like, don't, don't do this. Like, you don't know. Why, why are you saying, you know, you're not, you know, you're not telepathic or psychic. I'm like, no, I, I am. <laughs> like, no, it's happening. Like I actually know. And so just, just releasing that, releasing that and understanding that like other people's perception of us doesn't have to mean that's our truth. And so when you stand into your own power and you really like know your truth, you, that is, that is your guiding, yeah. that is your guiding light. And then people can't penetrate that anymore. To also get to that place where you don't need to convince them anymore. You know, like you don't. Exactly. Yeah. You, you don't owe anyone anything. Like, you know, yeah. Like that's, oh, that's fine. Like I, I, because of what I'm going through, I even understand that you can't understand, you know, like, and that's okay. I don't need you to understand anymore because I understand why you can't understand. And that's okay. Yeah. And it, it's actually, you know, the more and more um, I got to, you know, being awake and understanding more and more, like, I was like, oh, wow, that was actually part of my path. Like, that was, you're not meant to understand. You're, that's not, you're not that person for me to be able to understand. You were the person exactly who you needed to be for me. Um, totally. Yeah, and it is, it is coming through that is like really understanding. Because I mean, when you go through something like that, it's, so hard it's like it takes all courage to to know that this is right when everything is falling apart and grief is is really taking over 
but it's understanding that like it just like everything is a gift like everything is a catalyst for our own growth we have to choose it Mm. and those lessons will keep coming they're gonna keep coming until you're like you know awake but if you choose that path of like awakening to things and like knowing your truth and like wanting to see more I believe like it gets easier and easier as like hard lessons come to see the gift in it sooner than later rather than going through all the resentment or like the the push pull of like forgiveness or like you know victim mentality like that kind of stuff well this is it is like the healing journey whatever forces you to be on the healing journey is to increase self-awareness you're raising the awareness of self when you learn more and more about the self you really learn like like wow i am everything like i'm creating everything like this is all me because i'm becoming more aware of myself so it's a great and and you know what it's it's a very common what i'm finding out obviously is it's a very common kind of story of how people wake up it is that relationship dynamic that doesn't work it was the same for me as well um i was in a relationship where i was convinced you know we were going to spend the rest of our lives together it didn't work um and i spent a long time after the breakup trying to get it back again didn't work and i had a lot of lessons to learn in all of that um it was really interesting actually because for for me i i was staying uh, at a friend's house and it was the same i started a meditation because at that point you're in so much pain you're like anything like i'll do anything at this point i i don't care i'll try meditations i'll try this i'll try that you know uh, i was on weed as well because i was just in that much pain i was like i i just need to numb myself out just do whatever i was and too then, actually that was medicine for me at that time yeah well yeah. it it it, it it really helped like really, really it stopped me from killing myself, which is great. You know, so it definitely is, uh, helpful in that sense. And, um, I was doing this meditation where it was, it actually, my first kind of like profound meditation experience of waking up actually was the, I activated my heart, which opened my third eye all at once. And it was the, uh, you know, mind, heart, coherence, energy as well. And what it was, the specific meditation where, like, part of the healing is to go back to certain memories. And it was like, this meditation was about feeling love and feeling the energy of love and being the love that you naturally are, essentially. And that was a lot better than all of the emotions that I was feeling at that time. So I was just like, need to do this. And I was, I was like, right, I'll do it for a month, uh, to like really anchor that into my body, that emotion, that feeling into my body. First time I was doing this first time I went in, I was like laying down and there was this part of the meditation. Like you, you put your hand on your heart, you start, put your awareness in the center of your heart to start feeling it. So I started feeling the love and I was like, oh, this is amazing. This feeling is outstanding. You know, it's so much better. It's like, it's like a painkiller because the same thing that we did where it like numbed you and then you wouldn't feel the pain that itself. Like, it's like, oh, this feels great. And then 
part of the meditation was to remember when you first felt like this, or remember a time where you felt this feeling, which uh, essentially is a catalyst in terms of healing. Um, so I asked that question and during the meditation, I remember I was like, okay, well, when was the first, and I was consciously trying to think of the first time. And I was like, oh, it must've been, uh, and I was like, it must've been, oh, when my partner and I, I was in my apartment and my partner was there and I went through like a really hard time and she allowed me, like, it was safe to cry in front of her and I felt really loved and I, and I was like, oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. And then I was like, this doesn't feel right. And my thoughts, I didn't know at the time, but all my guides and everything was like, no, 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 that's, that's not it. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. So I rewound the meditation a bit and then... I went back in and again, the question came up, when was the first time you felt like this? Or when was a time in the past that you felt like this? And I remember instead of consciously trying to think it, I was just looking for it. And I had my eyes closed. I didn't have an eye mask on and the sun was out. So it was, I could, you know, like when your eyes are closed, but you can see orange or yellow because of the sun. And I was just kind of like looking and I was like, where, what is it? Like, I don't know. What is it? What is it? And out of nowhere, I saw this in, you know, like, uh, if you're doing surgery and the doctor will get a knife and just do an incision and it'll open up like that, like an eye, you know, it'll just open up like that. I saw that. And as soon as that opened up, like so much flooded in, like so much flooded in. And it was the memory and, and this huge, huge, like such vivid memory came through of when I was like one year old, two year, two year old running to my grandmother. And like, I had my hands up like that to her. And she was like, Oh, come here. Like, and I was running to her and I, it was like flooded with information. Like, you know, everything's been about your grandma, this because, because um, when I was five years old, we came from the Iran-Iraq war. We came from Iran to England. And I wasn't told that my, uh, we were essentially going or anything. And my grandmother was like the closest, like my first love, the closest person to me and everything. And it, I was just taken away from her. And I got all of this information. I remember <laughs> I was seeing a therapist at that point. And after this session, I went to my therapist and I was like, oh, it's because this, 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 and this. And my therapist was like, it's been one week. Like, how do you have all that information? And um, I remember I was crying so hard in that moment when it happened because everything started to come out. And I was crying so hard, my neck muscles were spasming like it was so i felt like my spine was about to snap like that's how much i had like held back and suppressed and i remember a few days earlier i started learning how to observe myself to be able to feel my emotions and release them and everything and i had to observe myself and i was kind of like out my body just observing myself looking at so I, I didn't know at the time, but I, what I did is I took my consciousness out of my body and I was like observing myself and I was like just crying so much. And then I eventually had to stop myself from crying because it, I, it was hurting that much. And I like came to eventually and it just felt like 
this huge chunk of weight has just come off me like this monster amount of weight and i was just like oh i could breathe and i was like what just happened like what just happened and then instantly i didn't know this at the time but instantly i could start hearing my grandmother like i didn't know and i thought i thought that was me talking to myself in a loving way and i was like wow i'm starting to love myself and this is so good this is great and and i was like wow i'm even saying things that i wouldn't even think of saying and I, they're just coming to me and everything and i didn't know what was and i was so happy and i felt so good and i felt so much love that i was like right where i was was near a beach and i was like i'm going to the beach and then i went to the beach went for a walk stood at the ocean just looked out and i was just like just constantly it was my grandma talking to me but i thought it was myself and I, I was just talking and talking and that's essentially that's where it, that's where it started for me essentially that that it was a pretty crazy moment for me wow yeah wow yeah no that's profound that's it profound was. thank you for sharing that that's and that's the thing we can't we i mean i believe we choose we choose the path to wake up to that we choose we choose to heal when we want mm. it and we will open ourselves to those experiences. And there's a place, like there's a time and place to sort of numb out, right? Like it saved me too. Like, you know, cannabis totally saved me in those moments and that time I had children to take care of. I had a life to still like, you know, kind of keep going like bills to pay, but going through those journeys is like, I mean, it's not for the faint at heart, like, because, because in order to truly heal, you have to feel it. And like, you were feeling it, like you went in it, oh, you were yeah. in it. and we're not yeah. trying to like back away from it anymore. We're not trying to like, like resist it. It's like full on leaning into the most uncomfortable, the most painful sensations and visions and trauma and yet when we do that it's so powerful because you all of that left you right you're like all of that weight just like wasn't part of you anymore that opened you up to communicating yeah. with your grandma that opened you up to like the divinity within yourself and that is everything and that's that's where the healer has come yeah. from for you 100 percent. I, I later yeah. on i later on learned that my grandma actually opened my third eye in that moment that later on but obviously at the time i didn't know what was going on and everything but that was that was huge you know another thing that i learned and obviously that was the path to learning more a lot more on everything that i have done in terms of what we are you know and what's happening hearing uh them being able to tell the difference between their communication, my own thoughts, you know, things like this. And that was essentially the start of all of that. And it was huge for me. It was huge. Wow. It is, it is huge. Um, I'm just realizing like when I had, I had my third eye open too, and that was actually just last year. So like a year ago. Nice. Um, and I had a vision of it 
two years prior in a dream, I was able to like, I, I was given these like dreams that like would wake me up in the middle of the night and I would just know they were like messages. And that's when I was really like separating now from like that relationship that wasn't serving me. I was already sleeping in a different room and all the visions came flooding in now that I was like in my own energetic space and like basically holding space for myself and my like soul evolution, which is so beautiful. And I would get, I had this vision of like, basically what you said, like that incision, like opening up like that. I had that vision opening up like a sky was like opening up and revealing like a whole new portal, like a whole new world. And I was like, oh, like that's my third eye, but it wasn't activated yet. I just was given that vision um, of like how to kind of access it. So I was like playing around with that and like trying to practice that in meditation just from that vision, like just from that dream. But it wasn't until um, about a year ago that I did this breath work session. And I really, I really tapped into like the depth, like the essence of my heart. And my ancestors came to visit me. My ancestors, like I have three that come to visit me, like two, two grandmas and a great aunt. And they come to visit me and they guide me. And like, they really guided me through my separation and divorce as well. But this was like, okay, divorce is done. I'm living on my own. It was Christmas. So it like was bringing up a lot of emotions of like, whoa, I'm in like my house alone. And my kids are like having Christmas, like a block away in their house. That used to be my house, like all the things, right? all the, like the human, yeah. <laughs> human life things, right? The 3D shit. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to like tap into this, this session. I did this breathwork session and I, and I just brought in, like I opened those channels. I opened those channels for my ancestors to come and they really were very adamant, but I look at how I birthed my children. So I birthed my children, like I free birthed them. So I birthed yeah. them at home, right? I've told you this, but like yeah. no one around, just like me, my baby, my body, my partner was there to like fill the birth tub, bring me water, like kind of just left me alone, which is what I, I wanted. I've, I've still got to say that that's super impressive and outstanding, by the way. Like <laughs> that's so, but yeah, go on. Sorry. I just had it's, to say it's, that. It's, it's a whole different, it's a whole different topic. And yet yeah. this is what, so this is what my ancestors um, did. They, they, they showed it to me. So because that's so I mean, it's getting a little bit more momentum now. Like women are actually like tuning in and tapping into their power and like actually knowing that this is an option. But when I was doing it, it was like, I like, do I dare even talk about it? I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want women feeling like they weren't good enough for theirs. Or like, mm. I just didn't want to bring up anything. So I didn't talk about it. My ancestors were like, please talk about this please share this, like, please know, like what it took for you to, to get to those places, because that is your power. That mm. is part of your, your, your healing initiation. And you're, you're like, basically pushing it under the rug, like it's nothing and it's everything. So they're like, you are a sacred space holder, please use this. And it was after that whole session. And like, I was like, screaming, I was like, before I got that vision, I was like, yelling screaming like my voice was hoarse like I let out so much grief through that session that it opened up those channels for them to communicate to me and then it was like my third eye open and I had all these visions I could see everything how it was working how everything was one how nothing is separate and I was like boom there it is there it is that makes sense here we are you know that's really that's that 
very very profound and that sounds super super interesting um you were screaming that hard they lost your voice yeah yeah i was so hoarse i just yeah and i'm like i'm not like an angry person right like mm. i i don't like create conflict i'm actually super like go with the flow and chills it was like really wild to like allow myself to experience that allow myself to like break through even like my own my own like feelings of what's right or healthy or normal or good or bad or any labels like were gone and it was like simply just feeling it because we can't heal it until we actually allow ourselves to feel it and that's why there comes a time where you don't use cannabis to numb out anymore you don't use alcohol you don't you don't find ways to like run away from it you actually lean in and you let that uncomfortable painful places like come because when we do that we break three and like we we break free from it and we really find our like our like soul truth i've actually realized that obviously i'm very very hardcore with my healing i think i say this all the time um i a few months ago months ago uh, I try. I had some cannabis again, and I felt so bad. And I realized, and I, I they they taught me because um, when I meditate, like I get taught a lot, and I've I've been like stripped back and shown reality and how we create reality and everything. So there's a horrendous amount of teachings and everything. And they taught me. They were like, "Look, cannabis. Like, do you know um, you've seen like the emotional." The vibrational chart like different yeah. emotions like vibrate at different frequencies yeah. yeah so essentially the lower vibrationals when you have that cannabis will bring cannabis is actually giving you a slight connection to the 4d as well so that's totally. why it feels yeah. good and yeah. what it does is it brings it up a bit but if your default is already higher than what your what the cannabis does it actually brings you back down and I was like, oh, and it's not as black and white as that, but basically that's that's why at this stage, when you get to the stage where you you're like, you know what? It's completely okay. I don't I I when someone comes to me, being a healer and doing what I do, when someone comes to me and they say, Oh, you know, I've been addicted to this and this, I actually say to them, like, I, I'm like, well done. I'm like, well done for finding something that literally stopped you from killing yourself. Like, well done. Totally. I, there is, there is not, I don't even like, there is, I am completely okay with anyone doing anything they want to do. So this is not even a case of, oh, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. But the reason we go for anything that changes the states of our mind is because our current state is the something there. There's, you know, it hurts. It's painful. That's yeah. why I need to change it. And now that I, I've managed to get to, a default state that is so much more aligned with my natural innately healthy state as being a human being, I have zero desire to change my state. Like, even if I was to go out, I don't want to drink alcohol. I don't want to smoke cannabis or anything like that because I realize like, wow, I feel high all the time. This is what it was like to have cannabis when I was like at a much lower place. So I, you know, that, that was like a big lesson for me as well in terms of, and it, it's again, like you said, 
it's part of our path. The reason I'm learning what I'm learning is so I can help the people in my way. The reason why you're learning what you're learning is so you can help people in your way. You know, we, we have these paths that we choose before we incarnate into the 3d. Um, totally. There was, there was actually another experience, which at the time it was really, really funny because at the time I knew that I was going to talk about it in the future. And at the time I knew I didn't understand what was going on, but I would further down the line, which was really, really weird. And, um, again, this isn't, this isn't when I was, this is, it isn't when I was awake, but I think this was after the third eye opening, which I didn't know it was a third eye opening. I was just like, I feel so much better. This is great. You know, like, so I'm just going to keep healing. I'm going to keep doing what I did here. So another time that I actually had a crazy experience was I said that my friends, when I was staying with my friends, they live near the beach and I drove to the beach and there's a parking space uh, just before you get on the beach that when you park the car, you look out and you can see, and then the sunset is going down. It looks beautiful. Like it's really, really nice. And I remember I was there just going, right. I just, I just want to do more healing because this was great. And it was really, really fantastic. And at the time I didn't really understand anything about aspects. I didn't know like too much about the inner child or anything like that, but I was in therapy and my therapist taught me that there is a child self within. And I was like, Ooh, interesting. Uh, but he also taught me that there was an adult self and a parent self. Um, so I played with that and I was like, Ooh, using imagination for healing is really good. You know? And I was learning that we heal through imagination. So I was like, all right, let's see how this works. And I had these headphones actually. So I put my headphones on and I was sat in the car and I just closed my eyes and then I was listening to, uh, is it Ludovici or Ludovici someone? I I forget his name. He's absolute world-class, world-renowned piano player. Um, One of his most famous songs. And I was just, I imagined the inner child, the adult and the parent all looking that way. And I was like, do you know what? They've never looked at each other. They've never like turned around. They've always been facing this way in my perspective. You know, they've never. So then I was like, let's turn around and look at each other. So they all turned around and they were like, oh, we should do this on a table, on a round table. So I created a table and then like the inner child had like a small chair and we were like, no, 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 we need to get a big chair for you. Like, so the chair like grew and they were like, oh, and then we all just sat there and I was like, wow, we've never like looked at each other. This is so crazy. This is so great. And then I was like, and instantly I was like, we should hug. Like we've never hugged. Like let's, let's hug each other. So it's like, yeah. yeah. And the child was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. So then the table disappeared and then all three of us went like this and hugged in that moment. This, uh, the only thing that I can describe is that this inter just, it kept going in itself. And like, it was like this thing that just kept building and building like that. And it was like more hugs and more hugs. And at the time I had no idea what was going on and it kept growing and growing and growing. Funny enough, this was the moment the music started 
increasing more and more. And I like getting a bit more like, and I was like, and it just kept growing and growing. And I was like, I, I had my eyes closed and I was like, whoa, what is going on? This feels insane. Like whatever is happening right now. So that kept happening. And I remember that that is the moment I knew that this moment was going to happen. This exact moment where I'm going to tell this story. And this story is going to be on my social media and it's, you know, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or something like that, that was represented by, and these were, these were aspects at the time. I didn't know these were all aspects joining together, which is what healing is. There's a huge part of healing. These are all aspects and building and growing. And there was this one aspect that came out of all the other aspects like that and had a camera. And that was representing me thinking about, I'm going to tell this story in the future. And then another aspect came out and went, what are you, no, don't worry about that. Come back in and grabbed me and pulled me back in. And I was like, whoa, like what's going on? And then I was in it again. And I was like, whoa. And then I was like, this is so cool. Like, uh, it's like, oh my God, it's great. And then I thought again, like, I can't wait to tell the story. So then I was out again with the camera. And then another aspect came out. I was like, no, 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 come back, come here. And I was like, okay, like I got pulled in again. And then it just kept growing and growing and growing. And I realized that this like ball or whatever started growing and becoming a shape of a human. So all of these aspects were like merging into one. And I'm talking hundreds and thousands of aspects, just all plowing in together. And at this point, the music was getting like quite uh, dramatic. And I was, I realized like, oh, like everything's shaking, like what's going on? And it was just, it was getting more powerful and it became human. And I realized like a human shaped and I realized it was me. And then I realized like I was looking up and I, I was looking up and I could see my arm like that. And I was like, wow, I'm flying up. Like, this is insane. I'm, I'm flying up. And it was getting really, really dramatic. And I, I realized that I was going through the clouds and I was like, oh, and I looked down and I could see like the buildings and it was just like small. And I was like, really, really going up. Now, this part is insane. I cannot describe this any way other than what I'm about to say. In the car, looking out to the beach, do you know, like you've got your front wing mirror, uh, wing screen, so your front screen or whatever. And then above it, you've got like the roof of the car. So then you've got the roof and glass. This, I started flying up and just like in a Superman movie, when he goes above the clouds and then can see the sun clearly, that's what happened to me in my meditation at the exact same time, the sun cleared the roof of the car, came into the glass and hit me on my face. So, I felt it happening in the meditation as well as in 3D physically. It happened at this exact same time. And in that moment was when the dramaticness of the music stopped and just went like soft. And, and in that moment, I was just like, oh, like everything just went calm at that point. And I was like, has that just really, did that really just happen? And everything started and the music was calm and I started coming down, down through the clouds, really calm. And 
I was like, oh, this is like, this feels great, you know, and it was like music calm and calm. And then I started getting lower and lower, started seeing the buildings and I was kind of like a city and I was going in between the buildings. And then I eventually towards the end of the song, I got to the ground and then I looked around and I was like, oh, no one's here. And then instantly I was like, but everyone is. And I was like, and that made me feel outstanding. That was like, I've got my own back. I can do things on my own myself. And it was like this huge, huge moment. And it felt like just this part of me, it felt like my torso was more solid. It felt like I was grounded and I was just, I was like a tree. Like I couldn't be moved, you know, by if you pushed into me, you can't move me or something. And I, I just felt stronger, more powerful. And just, it was one of the most insane experiences I've ever had doing any of this stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got full body shivers, you know, when, when you were saying that all these aspects were merging and, and, and you all like gathered around the table and then like to hug. Mm. And I knew, I knew it was you. And who like yeah. that body that was forming was you. Yeah. That's I'd... so beautiful. When was that? Oh, that was, um, that was very short after the third eye opening. Um, it was actually a year and a half ago, I'd say. Something wow. Like yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Those it's so profound to like open yourself up to that that journey and like have that because now that's like that's so part of you that's mm. you yeah right like i that's that's what i get from you is that like solid solid tree like that core of like i know who i am like i know what's up mm. and i'm gonna do all these like you know healing sessions and journeys for yourself and for others from that place now and that's like really powerful it really was and thank you by the way uh, it really really was it was like my my specific journey uh, i was the anxious attachment style i was you know like i came from a middle eastern culture strict parents i was the scapegoat so there was a lot of i went through a lot of experiences to continuously you know hate myself and constantly looking for that uh, outwards out looking for that acceptance outwards and relying on others and everything. So that moment was like, for me, it was, I, there are moments in my healing journey that I never thought I could have got to like in the past, I would have looked like, wow, like people love themselves. Like I, I wish I could get to that level. Like, it'd be so cool if I could get to that level. I don't think I'd be able to, but it'd be so cool. And I'd be thinking like, wow, like, you know, because for the anxious attachment, all they want is to stop the pain. And it's like the partner is what stops the pain and everything. So I was just like, wow. And I was like, I can't imagine what it's like to be in a position where I wouldn't want her back or, you know, I'd be comfortable with like being on my own and everything couldn't imagine any of that and I reached and surpassed every single one of them and that was a very very big moment because that was my first time where I was like I can 
feel these things that I feel like is impossible to feel like, and that shift of just the change of, Oh no, I can like, it, it's possible. Like, wow. I, and I was completely convinced that I couldn't, I was like, there was, there was, I, I would have lied if I would have said, Oh no, no, I know. I know. I, of course I can. Yeah. That would have been a lie in that moment. Um, but that moment of feeling that and like other moments as well, where I actually recognized that I made myself, even if it was first, there was this moment where I did another healing session where I did something else, where I had a microsecond of feeling happy and good in, in a moment where I was in a whirlwind of pain. And in that moment, I was like, it doesn't matter how tiny or small that moment was. I did that on my own in a time where I didn't have my partner. I didn't have my, the, the, you know, the support of the people around me, my family and all that, you know, everything. And I was like, I did that. And that moment I was like, wow, I can do it. Like I can actually get to these places. And it was huge. It was huge for me. Yeah, no, I can relate to that. And I think a lot of people can actually, because it's like, you know, you can think, oh, yeah, no, I like, I like me. I like parts of me. I like, I like this about myself. I like this about myself. And, and I too, I too suffered, I'm going to say suffer with anxious attachment as well. And mm -hmm. that it's really hard because you, you aren't, you aren't whole on your oh. own you are always desperate and seeking and needing validation. And honestly, like when, when my husband at the time um, just detached himself from me, I, I really fell apart. I was like in a place where I didn't even know if I would smile again. Like my joy was gone. There was like nothing. It was like the void. And it's because I saw myself through his eyes. And now when he stopped seeing me, when he stopped loving me, I didn't even know how to look at myself. I did not even know how to love myself. I had nothing. It was like nothing. I was like, whoa, I'm like nothing because he doesn't see me because he doesn't love me. And it's so important to like really go through that. It's so important to like just the awareness of that. Who am I just on my own? Who yeah. am I without anyone's validation? you know, and it's not an easy journey at all. And it's really hard, but it's really starting to honor. It's really, really starting to honor like you, even like your journey of the inner child and like all the aspects of us and that mm. aren't together, that aren't synergistically working for like our heart space and our soul journey is like fragments and like the awareness starts with those fragments. Like, where are they? You know, like, how can we bring them back in? How can we rein them back in, in order to really just know ourselves like fully and like love ourselves? Because when we love ourselves, we know we are worthy. Mm. We know we are deserving of what we dream and desire. And we won't settle anymore. We won't settle for less just to appease, you know, someone else or like, you know, settle because we think that there's nothing better, you know, like our worth goes up 
when yeah. we really like find who we are and we can really yeah. love ourselves like fully from the depths, like without anyone else in the picture. Well, at, at that stage, and I'm sure you'll probably share this at that stage, you, you just can't, like you can't go back. I, I can't yeah. like, I, when you, when you, I have lived and I, I'm positive you can share this as well. I've lived a life of pain. And when I can see that I can get out of that pain, I'm not going back. It sucks. Like, um, so I will, you know, I, and again, this is, this was why I'm, I'm guessing as well as why you chose the path as well to be able to get out of that and obviously help people, help people that have gone through the same thing. And you can't help someone who's gone through something as good as if you've gone through it, you know? Uh, and that's why, I mean, personally, me, I, I, I've, my connection is a lot better than it's ever been. So there are like parts of me that I really, really understand in terms of the choices that I made and why I made those choices. And, you know, it, it's, it's really, really got me to a place where when someone comes to me, and says, Oh, I feel like this. And I'm, I'm like, I know what that is. And I know how much that sucks. And I know like, you know, like, and I wouldn't, and I didn't, it's not because I read a book. It's not because I watched the seminar or took an online course. Like a lot of people say to me like, Oh my God, where, where did you like learn everything from? I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I've read so many books. I've watched so many seminars i've taken online courses i've done this but most of my knowledge has come from continuously exploring all the corners of my psyche continuously learning what i am increasing self-awareness getting downloads and you know the experiences that i've gone through there they are my real teachings then not anything that I've learned in a book that that I mean don't get me wrong super valuable like really really valuable but most of the time when I read something in a book the value that I get from it is it actually triggers a download in me or it triggers like a memory which is essentially a download in me because I do this in every life I literally do this in every single life so I've connected to all of them and and I'm able, I'm really able to understand like from a very, very, and this is where the intuitive trauma healer is because the intuitive trauma coach, it's the ability to see like, oh, that's what that is, you know? And again, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't go through all of that, which I did. Oh, totally. Yeah. The healing journey cannot be intellectualized. (laughs) You can't, you can't place um knowledge to it at all like for sure it's a catalyst and for sure it's like part of the guidance but absolutely it's it's our choice to dive into that healing and and i and as healers like none of us none of us had an easy childhood none of us have chosen an easy life in this 3d you know like we chose these things for a reason and it's and it's because we now have that experience in order to like really really know it like even for myself like I won't ever post a video um talking about anything that comes through unless I have tangibly like I know it like I have experienced it 
I won't, I won't ever say anything that I've like heard and like want to just talk about it. It really is for me, like that, that sharing for people like that, that's the way I'm helping people is by really just sharing that, that, that experiential, that tangible, like I sunk into it, like, whoa, I know this. And this is what my experience is of it. This is my thoughts and feelings around it. This is how I was intuitively guided through it. Like, this is how I connected God through this, like Mm. all of it. Well, funny enough, it's the whole reason I chose to do this podcast. <laughs> like, so we can talk about our yes. experiences to help <laughs> other people, you know, and it, it really does help. That's why I, I've realized on TikTok, especially I've started doing longer videos where I talk about my experiences of, of individual healing experiences that Oof, that gives so much information. And you know what? Sometimes I, I, especially in the moments where, I don't know if you experienced this as well. I didn't really understand what downloads were at first. And I realized like when I presume everyone knows what this is, that's a download. Like, when I like, I was like, oh yeah, you know, we're all one. Like, I get that. I get that so much, like so much, so much so that I, when I talk about it with people, I'm like, no, do you, do you not? Oh, right. Okay. So then I'll like give a certain type of analogy. I'll be like, you know, like you can have a river that then, then the ocean or a tree branches, like, you know, twigs, uh, off the branches, then the leaves and everything. And then, you know, but then we're all the tree and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh. Okay. So then I realized like, oh, I'm, I just presumed that people knew this. And, I, and then that's what led me to understanding like, no, 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 these are downloads. Like, because mine is a, a knowing. So yes, you, you, yeah. So the knowing is the, the fastest way of, you know, getting that information. Um, I actually, sometimes I say like, I, I, once I get something, I'm like, all right, give me a minute. I've got a human it. I really, really got a human it to kind of explain what it is because the knowing comes in a way that I, I just, I, I can't human it. I have to like figure out how to human it. And I'm like, okay, give me a moment. This is what it is. This, 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 and this. But it was really interesting figuring out what downloads are and um, figuring out how to do it. I've got to tell you about the time where I, got stripped back and I got shown reality actually that's a really really cool time but we'll do that on another one not this one okay that's a that's a long conversation that you see that one I think that's that's its own podcast that one altogether yeah but um in fact that being said this might be a good place to stop unless um you've got anything else you'd like to mention in regards to what we've been talking about I don't think so. It feels really great. It feels, yeah. yeah, I loved, I love it. I love, I love talking with you and I love hearing your, your stories and your insight. And it really is like, I know that when we share our stories, it's so profound for people. I know every time I share any of my stories, people are like, oh my gosh, like they can relate. Right. And they can see the parts of themselves that mm. they come forth or need to heal or like, you know, they're inspired by it. And um, yeah, I feel the same with you. It's like, cool, like different insight, you know, like these different perspectives. We're coming at it 
from different places and yet we're mm. tapping into the same thing Absolutely. and like our intention is is there um in the same way and i think that's so beautiful and the more we do this the more of a ripple effect it has on the world and planet and that's what's so needed right now like you know be the change you want to see that's it it's like oh, how many more people can tap into their to their genius their brilliance their light their divinity like imagine imagine like even 10 more people in your life that do this and then mm. 10 more in their life and 10 in their life like this is our mission this mm. is the work you know this is how healing happens like globally 100 could not agree with you and it's been great thank you so much by the way um i've also really really enjoyed talking to you i we do um for the, anyone who's listening we do go on like TikTok live and i'm sure we'll obviously we're going to do more of these and we'll do more lives and everything because i agree with you i share the same like i really enjoy talking to you and realistically i, I know you and i could literally talk for hours yes. <laughs> and yes, hours you usually we we create like bullet points of many things we can talk about and we just don't go past the second one because we talk so much about <laughs> just about two of them um so how can people find you on what media platforms or anything yeah they can find me on tiktok uh mystical ma uh, my name is yeah. christy uh christy ma so mystical ma on instagram and tiktok yeah, and I will put the links on whatever platform anyone's listening to, whether that's uh, YouTube or anything else. Uh, your links will be on that. But I want to thank you again um, for your time and your energy and the stories that you've told. Uh, it's been really, really helpful. I'm sure everyone's going to love it as much as I did. Thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure, and let's do it again. Thank you, Ariane. Yes, let's. Thank you. Bye-bye.